Breaking news. Sula was gay. Okay. We knew this. You knew this. Okay. So I feel really bad, actually, because I had been... I'm really upset about this news because... I had been saying for years, ever since the original series, that every time Sulu appeared in, in the show, Richard was very young at that point. Richard was very naive. He didn't know a lot about Star Trek. It was a very different time. It was 2012, 2013. Uh, everything has changed in the world and in Richard. Uh, but he was always saying Sulu I have was theories gay. about transporters now. Look, Sin, there was a different helmsman in every episode, and Sulu would look at him significantly in each That's one. That's because George Takei was not a main cast member, and he was also off doing the Green Berets for most of the second season of the original series. But that's neither here nor there. No, 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 no. He had a different, uh, like, assistant helmsman or whatever. That is the operations officer. Well, Sulu had a different one, and they were his boyfriends. This is why Richard is still not a Trekkie. Yeah, so the news came out uh, uh, yesterday. Came out, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. What a joke. Uh, came out yesterday that uh, Sulu, as portrayed by uh, John Cho in, in Star Trek Beyond, is going to have a male partner and a child. Okay. Uh, so there were some various reactions to this, which I will probably not cover because, frankly, you're not listening to this for those reactions. You're listening to this for our, our reactions. reactions. And since we are the, let's say, preeminent gay Star Trek podcast... I don't see here. If anybody disagrees with that, say so now. I don't hear anyone disagreeing with it. Perfect. We're going with that. Truck about the preeminent gay Star Trek podcast. You know, I heard this news and I was kind of like, huh, that's interesting. And I texted Richard about it and I said, so Sulu's gay in the new movie. And Richard was kind of like, huh, that's interesting. And I didn't really take it any further. Well, than because that. also I'm not going to see this movie for another three years, so it's true. And it doesn't sound like an integral part of the plot or anything. It sounds like there's a very short scene uh, featuring Takei probably saying goodbye to his husband. Yeah, I would or say they'll be home. You know, take you know, Mister Sulu, be careful. You know, your son and I love you. Exactly. And on that level, I guess it's fine. You know, I mean, this is, I wanted to, I want, been, we wanted to talk to the, about this because number one is that, you know, obviously we talked about the outcast when we talked about rejoined, which are the two kind of quote unquote gay episodes of star Trek that have ever been ex- in existence. Uh, it, it, we talked a lot about the, the history of, of, yeah. of heteros of homosexuality in, in star Trek. And this is on that level, and a really this, big deal. Getting an openly queer character and actually Star having Trek. him be, I, for lack of a better term, a practicing gay. I mean, this is not just a character who, you know, it, it's not as if it's just going to be relegated to he'll make a joke about, you know, well, I like gay sex, you know, and that's <laughs> it. No, they're actually giving him a sex life and a partner and a romantic life. And, you know, the yeah. and yes, if it is a little, you know, glad, you know, gay family things, whatever, you know, this is a yeah. movie made. This is a Hollywood movie made for a straight audience and, you know, straight people need coddling. So sure, sure. I think, yeah, I agree with that. I think that, you know, my initial reaction was, OK, that's fine. My other initial reaction was it's a little on the nose that it's yeah, Sulu. But- and my other reaction was they are working really hard. I mean, Richard doesn't know that much about the reboot movies, but essentially, the I think you saw the first one, right? I saw the first one. I haven't seen the second. And- so essentially, the timeline split when the USS Kelvin was destroyed. So anything that happened pre that is still part of the the original timeline. And then, of course, the whole like 23rd century TOS era has sort of become a different thing. So the characters themselves are not 
that different, although their backgrounds and their their kind of like childhood experiences are, are different. And obviously what's happening in the movies is different than what happened in yeah. the original series. But, you know, all of the characters except for Sulu were, were pretty much portrayed as if not heterosexual, then at least bisexual. I mean, you could probably make an argument that, you know, McCoy or someone was bisexual, but that seems a little complicated for straight people. So it's fine yeah. that they want to make Sulu gay, I guess. <laughs> So it's like that was my other reaction is like it seems really weird that they're working really hard to like on the on the one hand, obviously, you know, Simon Pegg said that he did this as kind of a tribute to George Takei. Yeah, which I can see. Uh, On the other hand, it seems like they're working really hard to fit this into continuity to fit with the only character who never had any sort of like romantic relationship on screen in the original series. Well, I mean, I guess part of this is also the same movie franchise that turned Khan into a white British dude. So, yeah, see, you know, I guess my question is, who else could you make it? Number one. I don't – as you said, making a character buy is too much for the straights in the audience. Fine. Um, so, you, you know, you can't do Kirk because Kirk is pa- pa- is partially defined by relationships with women. Um, in this continuity, I believe that uh, Spock and Yahura have a thing. Yes. So, OK. So not Spock. Maybe Scotty, but, you know – Okay, uh, I mean, frankly, Scotty is with that guy in the bunker in the in the first movie, so you know they could have done you know something with that. But I, I mean, I guess what other character? Chekhov. Yeah, you could have done Chekhov. I mean, you could have done. I mean, Uhura could have been bisexual. I mean, see, I, I feel like because this, I feel like this is the kind of news that if the, you know, let's say they had made it Scotty, wouldn't there a lot of people be saying, well, you're erasing George Takei's actual sexuality because there are a lot of stupid people in the world. And this is kind of where I'm getting to this point with this. Yeah. Because after thinking about it today, my my main problem with it is that, you know, I, I think that this is probably difficult for non-minorities to understand, but there is an element of tokenism to this. Of course. And I don't know that I like that very much. I think that, you know, yes, obviously people have been clamoring for a queer character in Star Trek, you know, yeah. for, for as long as there's been Star Trek, probably, certainly since the, the next generation was on the air. And we frankly are pretty much expecting that to be in the new Brian Fuller series. There will be a, you know, original character who is gay. Because, I mean, I don't think the the answer would for this should have would have been to... Oh, here's, you know, here's Bruce. Here's our new crew member, and he's fabulous. You know what I mean? Like, that, would have I, been, I, that would have been tokenism even more. Yes, and I will say that Star Trek has partially worked with tokenism in that, let's look at the original, you know, original crew. You have the token alien, the token black woman, the token, you know, like, the token Russian. So... Then again, it is 50 years later. Of course, and I agree with that. At the same time, you are dealing with a fairly small cast, so... Um, I just wonder why now. I wonder what the... I mean, I don't... I'm not ascribing... Just, I mean, I'm not ascribing bad motivations to Simon Pegg for writing this. I'm not ascribing yeah. bad motivations for, for Justin Lin or John Cho to, to go uh, with this idea. To go where no man is... No, and but, I'm frankly I think very, that, I don't know. But, well, well, I, I mean, you know, because what I look at as I say, you know, there is an element of tokenism to this and there is an element of, you know, because I, we should say that, um, you know, George Takei was interviewed by Hollywood Reporter about this news and uh, he was not pleased with it. You know, he, he essentially, you know, and whatever. I mean, it's an, it, he played the character a certain way for many years mm-hmm. and he can have his own opinion, which is not necessarily uh, uh, should define the character, certainly. But, you know, and he said a lot of stuff about Gene Roddenberry's vision, which, you know, let me make another jerk off motion because who the (laughs) fuck cares about Gene Roddenberry's vision. But, 
you know, and I, Gene Roddenberry's vision was inclusiveness too. You know, the, I, I wonder if you know today if a post out to you know let, let's say you know George Takei had been allowed to be openly gay in the sixties when the show was being mentioned. How do we know Roddenberry wouldn't have? taken that as an aspect of the character yeah. when creating him. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We have no way to answer that. But, you know, for this movie particularly, I mean, I should say, no, I have not seen it yet. Um, I won't be seeing it for a couple of weeks, but... Is it out yet? <laughs> is it out yet? I don't know! Is it out yet? Oh! No, it comes out July 22nd. Okay. So, that's where I kind of come down on this, is... I feel a little uncomfortable with this because, yes, it is a wonderful thing for Star Trek to have an out gay character. I just don't know if this was the best way to do it. And I think that having it be Sulu is a little too on the nose. Mm -hmm. I think that having it be Sulu in a very, you know, sounds like a very minor scene that doesn't have anything to do with the movie just to have a gay character in it is the very definition of tokenism. Well, and then, you know, you do have the typical how do you create a gay character without making it about being gay and all of that. I guess the way I'm looking at this is... It's very good for them. Like well, again, this, 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 like this is a bunch of good for you, straight people. That, it, it's like a, it's like when a little kids go and they make their own news show or whatever. Like you aren't going to get any actual information in it, but you know, I'm glad they're trying. This is a bunch of straight people in Hollywood who have recognized that it is not only a. I don't know. It, it's a it's a I've failing. Been th- I've been it's a failing, but it's also it's a, it's a try. I mean, I've been thinking a lot about how the post Orlando shooting, a lot about how uh, the, the view of gay people have changed, and how you know that event was viewed by so many people with extraordinary sympathy. It was viewed as a bunch of people, you know, uh, someone committing a hate crime against a bunch of innocents, which is what it was. I was watching, uh, my boyfriend likes the show At Midnight with Chris Hardwick. It's one of those comedian panel shows. And they were talking about Orlando and, you know, they dedicated the episode, you know, kind of a thing. And I was thinking about how fucking homophobic comedy was in the 80s and 90s and stuff. And, how you wouldn't have three comedians, you know, sympathetically and viewing this as a horrible thing. You would have fag jokes, you know? Yeah. They, you know, there was another episode also where one of the comedians was gay and he was, you know, jokingly making fun of straight people and, you know, the host was playing along with it. And I don't know. That's nice, I think. I I, I guess that's a sign that the world has changed. And even though, you know, I don't want to let, you know, there is still a lot to go for this kind of a thing it, it's going to this is this is a thing that we are looking at as the rest of the world is going to look at this decision in 20 years in 20 years this is going to be a dated decision that does look a little tokenist and but that's where that's where white straight america is right now i guess so i, and, I, I you don't, know, it, I don't it's know a good, because i mean the thing is is that you know the, the other problem i have with this is i think that I would have been a lot more on board with this decision if if Brian Fuller's Star Trek was not coming down the pike rapidly. Yeah. Because his Star Trek going to have some queer characters in yeah. it. Yeah. And well, maybe, they are and, going to be and the, the queerness of the characters is going to be treated well. It's going to come organically and it is going to not be tokenism. So Well, that's the real show. This is the big Hollywood thing that's for, you know, people are going to pay their $12 and they're going to, you know, yeah. have their little thing in the world and that's okay. This is like a pop star. This is, you know, 
I, I, I guess I'm thinking, you know, and, and again, events in the news. So, you know, we're talking about all of the, um, you know, sh- shootings of people by cops. There was a difference between black uh, people. <laughs> I'm, yes, black people by cops. I'm sorry. Um, there's a difference between, you know, Beyonce saying black lives matter and then a more reasoned uh, thing of that. What Beyonce is doing is extremely important. And, you know, I, I, I would say that is the more pop application of that. That's the version that's being into a form that most people are able to understand and sure. digest and can comprehend. And then for people who are looking for something a little deeper, there is more of a more, there is more you can go in. But I'm glad that that message is being given to the pop audience. So I guess, you know, the Brian yeah. Fuller queer characters, that's going to be the version for actual Trekkies and the version for people who want to actually see a queer characters on television and those kind of things. And it's very – I think it's amazing that – I guess what I, I guess where I'm going with this is I think it's amazing that we don't have to pick. We don't have to pick the pop depiction, which is tokenist, or we don't have to pick the deep one that's niche. We get it from we we get it from both angles. Um, no, we we have got it from both ends. It's a three way. Star Trek is now giving us both, and I think that what I'm taking from this is that. Yeah, I mean, I can see that argument certainly, and I, I you know, I want to be clear that I don't think this is a bad no. thing. Again, but... uh, Bruce the Fabulous Cadet is is a bad thing. <laughs> Although now I do want to see Fabulous Ensign Bruce. Well, wait for twenty. Wait for twenty seventeen. <laughs> You'll get it. No, I, I I agree with you. I think that that's a valid reading of the situation, and and I think that it still sticks in my craw yeah. a little bit. No, and it's, it's... I, I think that more what I'm reacting to is is just all of the self congratulation by by oh, straight yeah. people that are like, "This is great." Sulu's gay, and I'm like, you know what? I'm a queer person. Like, I don't know that I care about your opinion about this very much. I'm sorry. Like, I'll listen to other queer people <laughs> that like, you know, because I'm I'm listening to Richard about this. He has a different opinion. Well, than me. I guess, and I guess you know this wouldn't sway me to see the movie if I were going to see it. This isn't going to. I don't think this is enough. But and I I want to say it's better than nothing in a but way. Is that, but is that a good thing? I mean, that's it, my question. Is like because to me it says I kind of you know I kind of wish that Fuller Trek had been the first time that there were openly queer characters in Star Trek because I think that mm. is where the future is. I think that's yeah. where we're going. And I think that that would have been a much better way to break that barrier. That said, I think most Trekkies think that the Fuller Trek is going to be more real than these. I don't know. That's, that's, that's true been the well. impression I've gotten. Like this, you know, especially given that we are dealing with an alternate timeline from the quote unquote real timeline. For all intents and purposes, the Fuller Trek is going to be. You know, after TNG DS9 Voyager, like it's going to. Well, we don't know that. No, of course we don't, you know, and it could take place in the Abrams Trek, but somehow I don't necessarily. Think... Or it could even take place in, in the quote unquote prime universe that is before any, you know, before any of that stuff. I mean, yeah. there, there was a rumor that it was going to take place like you know, around the undiscovered country time, which would be interesting. OK, but yeah, I just, you know, I guess to wrap this up, because we don't want to go too long. This is just a news update from Trek about that. You know, I just kind of feel like it's a big wet fart. I'm just kind of like, okay, it's fine, I guess. But at the end of the day, I'm a little disappointed by it. And I'm a little disappointed by Simon Pegg's, like, you know, kind of full-throated 
just not listening to George Takei at all about this. I mean, that was the other thing that really rubbed me the wrong way about it is that, that you know, uh, uh, Simon Pegg responded to George Takei and basically was, I mean, he was very respectful, but it was yeah. kind of like, you know, eh, you're an old man and you don't know what you're talking about kind of stuff. And I'm just kind of like, well, I don't know how I feel about that either. I mean, the whole thing is just kind I of... I mean, the construction of gay has changed from George Takei's day to our day to the day of people who are 19 at this moment. Like, that, you know, we do have to admit that there is a shifting in attitudes between all of that i just i i maybe with the final point about this before we wrap this up is i will say that that the one thing that i do wish for that is that i do i do wish that simon Pegg had taken george takei's dislike of this a little more to heart because here is a gay man who had a very what it sounds like you know he was born in the 40s yeah. i mean or the 30s i mean this was not an easy time to be gay he grew up in in a, in a very bad time to be gay and, and i mean he didn't come out till he was what 60s 70s yeah he came out in 2005 yeah. so uh, you know and here he is saying look i don't think this is a good idea and simon Pegg is basically like, yeah but i think it's a good idea and you're like well you're not really giving a reason for it and having having straight people make the decisions about how to portray hmm. queer characters and having queer char- queer people George Takei is a person, not a character. Having queer people say, "I don't know about that," and then the, the gay, or the the straight person saying, "Well, actually, I think I know better than you." Yeah, and that's that fair. that makes it a little weird to me. And I mean, I'll have to see the movie. I'll have to see what the scene is and and how they handle it. There is it, a way but... of saying, you know, I don't necessarily agree with you. The decisions were these, and this is what we were intending to do with the character. You know, in a way which doesn't necessarily doesn't really shut down Decay's opinion, but also clarifies one's original stance. Because let's face it, the movie has been made already. It's not like they, you know, and. I mean, they could always cut the scene. Because... No, they could, but and also this, I I would assume this was not a decision made lightly. You know, this was something. Well, that... as I understand it, they talked to George Takei about it before they, they okay, actually see, I did scene, and he was he kind of told them at the time that he thought it was a bad okay. Idea. See, that's and of course that's just one man's opinion, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. But you know, I guess yeah. I, at the end of the day, I guess that's my my reaction to this, and I guess that's your reaction well, to this, and that is the official trek about reaction to this news, and that's the official reaction of the preeminent gay podcast. Preeminent gay Star, Star Trek, Trek podcast. No, Eric. If uh, does anyone disagree that the, we are the pure preeminent gay podcast? No one does. Well, it turns out that it's really difficult how to treat minorities in this in this world. Who knew? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to this. If you have any uh, comments, uh, please leave a comment on the post for this special news update of Trek About at trekaboutshow.com. All right. We'll see you next Tuesday. For a new episode of Trek About that is not about gay Sulu. Gulu. Gulu. Oh, Gulu. We're making that a thing. It's going to be a thing, Gulu. Gulu. (laughs)